everyone. Welcome um, to a uh, very special Capes and Japes. It's special because we're recording this on E's birthday. What's up? I'm 26. Yeah. I get kicked off my parents' insurance at the end of the month. Yeah, 26! Woo! Exciting. I'm doing a cool, funky dance about it. Um, Thank you. That. That is how that is how dedicated we are to bringing you podcasting and content that even on one of our birthdays we are still recording. Look, I'm not do I'm not doing anything until dinner. I'm going out to dinner with my family. That's the only thing I'm oh, doing. That's nice. It's still a fun thing. Yeah. Um but before you have your birthday dinner, we are going to learn uh, a thing or two about Selena Kyle. Woo! The cat woman. Uh, the catted woman. Um, because, uh, last, uh, last week we talked about, uh, Lois Lane, who is, uh, obviously Superman's, uh, long-term love interest. Um, and today we're going to talk about Selena, who is, uh, Batman's longest-term love interest, um, though, uh, their history is, uh, very different from Clark and Lois's history, um, and Selina is a very different character from Lois, um, though we will still see, she's still a woman in comics, so she still gets some unfortunate stuff happening. Don't they all... Truly. And I say to comics, you give me one woman, one woman that you haven't done bunk shit to. And what does <laughs> comics give me? Nothing. God, nothing at all. Actually, um, I think they've been pretty fair to Doreen over the years. They have been good to Doreen. Um, mostly because she was just in goofy stuff, and then, uh, Ryan, she was in the capable hands of Ryan North. Uh... Who I do trust with my life. <laughs> so, all right, Doreen. Doreen is safe. Everybody, it's it's fine. Um, feminism. We've done it. <laughs> uh, they have they have gotten better. Uh, but Selena has been around since 1940. So in that time, uh, she's definitely seen some ups and downs. There's been um, a lot of men who are like, what can we do to this cat woman? Oh, boy. Um, so, um, Selena was, uh, introduced in, uh, 1940 in the first, um, issue of, uh, Batman's self-titled comic. So not the first appearance of Batman in Detective Comics. Um, but not too long after that, uh, Batman was very popular, got his own book, um, and the first issue of that introduced, um, both the Joker and, uh, Catwoman, who at that time was, uh, just called the Cat, um, which, you know, there's a bat and a cat, uh, wow. I do kind of like her being called the Cat instead of Catwoman. I do like it. I actually, I think it's fun. Um, so, uh, she was, uh, created, obviously, by, um, Bob Kane and Bill Finger, the, the duo who created Batman. Um, Bob Kane has, like, a couple, like, whack quotes he's given about this. Um, one of which is that, uh, he was like, oh, we, we saw cats as sort of the antithesis of bats. I don't know how. <laughs> um, I'm not sure why that would be true, but okay. Um, I don't know if animals necessarily have antitheses. No, I would, I wouldn't be inclined to think so. Um, you got cats and then you got anti-cats. Ooh. Nega cats. <laughs> you gotta watch out for those nega cats. Um. This is anti Batman. Yes. Yeah. The antithesis anti- to Batman. 
Yeah, I'm anti-Batman. Oh, you don't like Batman? No, you don't understand. I am the anti-Batman. I am the polar opposite of Batman. <laughs> um, I only kill people. <laughs> I only kill people with guns. Oh my god. That's just the Punisher. I, I, I think that criminals are a sensible and courageous lot. <laughs> and I am the day. <laughs> um, the other, um, one of the other sort of whack things that Bob Kane said is he was like, I just feel like, like, cat women are more like cats and men are more like dogs. Um, which for a lot of people have said Bob Kane is not the only person who said this. Um, also, he's not dog man. Yeah. Um, but he's like, there's just a lot of like, oh, cats are as hard to understand as women are. Um. They're not. <laughs> we, uh, you always need to keep women at arm's length. Um, like, okay, all right. So, like. You're right. Cats are a lot like women. Each one of them has a different personality. <laughs> Each one of them has a different personality, and they're very frequently misunderstood by people who like to stereotype. <laughs> um, so in that sense, it's true. Um, so, you know, obviously, Selina is not the only character in history or in comic books who has, like, uh, fallen victim to this, like, ooh, cats are, like, feminine and sensual, um, kind of mentality. Um, it is, uh, it, it is in a lot of cases sort of, like, her whole thing is, like, there's, like, like, every single Batman, and, like, Tom King also does this, like, every single Batman writer at some point has been like, oh, I got a great idea. What if Selina said meow, but in a sexy, playful way? Honestly, I don't mind that that much because i'm pretty sure that's just selena like this is what people expect from me and if they get what they expect they're not going to expect me to do something unexpected meow Uh, (laughs) that that is the best that is the best utilization of it um for sure absolutely um but uh so uh in her uh first appearance uh, she was, number one, designed to be, you know, like, sexy and, uh, attractive. Like, but not just, like, a beautiful woman. Like, a, like, clearly, like, kind of, like, sensual woman. Um, but, uh, trying to appeal to female readers ostensibly, which is, I mean, like, I'm a woman and I love Selena. Um, I don't know that necessarily they thought through too much, like, what'll get women to read our comic book besides just, there's a woman in it. Um, a sexy woman. A sexy woman. That's what women want. Um, and she was intended from the beginning to be, you know, like, a possible love interest, or at least kind of, you know, romantic complication uh, for Batman. So, with that in mind, they designed her from the beginning to be, like, uh, a criminal, but not, like, a murderer. Um, like, she was never intended to be just, like, you know, chaotic evil, just, like, rampaging around, destroying stuff. Like, just, like, oh, you know, she's, uh, she steals stuff, and sometimes she knocks people out. Um, and she knocks so- things off shelves. She just goes up to shelves and she looks Batman right in the eye and then she whacks a glass off of it. (laughs) And he's like, gosh, dang it, Catwoman, you foiled me again. (laughs) How did you know that that was where the alarm was? (laughs) You broke it. You broke the whole alarm. (gasps) Oh, I'm helpless now. Um, so, um, uh... From the beginning, the, like, uh, sort of intent was for them to have this back and forth, 
where Bruce would, like, maybe be trying to, you know, get Selena to turn to the side of law-abiding and good, and Selena would be like, no way, mister! Um, there, um, in, like, in one of her very, uh, first appearances, like, she's, you know, like, escaping the scene of the crime, and Robin goes to stop her, and Bruce stops Robin from stopping her, um, and then that just sort of sets the tone for how they are for, uh, the rest of their lives. Um. (laughs) No, Robin, let that one go. Why? I- I think I'm having a feeling. I think I may be experiencing an emotion. Um, (laughs) in her, uh, in her earliest appearances, she doesn't have, um, like, a costume. Um, she's just, you know, uh, usually wearing, like, a beautiful dress or she's disguising herself as, uh, somebody else. Um, later on, she, uh, she gets, uh, a mask, um, and then later they start, uh, kind of, uh, adapting, like, an actual, like, consistent costume. It hasn't been consistent, like, throughout the years, but it would be, like, she has an outfit that she wears to go do her cat-themed crimes. <laughs> um, in, uh, uh... A few, uh, a few years into Batman, um, they give her a backstory, which is that, uh, she's a flight attendant who got amnesia and decided to do crime. Um, which is, uh, yeah, yeah, about, about what you could expect from, like, a character backstory in 1950. Like, yeah, why not? You know? Maybe you just got amnesia, you'd be like, I think I could, should go steal some jewels. Um, but, uh, this is, like, this is retconned later, uh, because they're like, that's, that's a little silly, which is fair. Uh, it's not usually retconned into a backstory I, uh, enjoy, uh, several times. It's, uh, it's, it's made significantly worse, um, but... It is, like, it is very reasonable, it's very retconnable, just because, like, it's easy for Selena to be like, oh, yeah, I, like, I was a flight attendant, and then I got amnesia, but you just hit me on the head and I remembered, and then later be like, I was totally making that up. You be- Did you believe that? Really? Ridiculous. <laughs> you fool. You absolute fool. Um, then, um... Later, uh, when the, uh, Comics Code, uh, authority gets introduced in, uh, like, the mid-50s, it becomes, uh, challenging, um, for, uh, them to be depicting this, uh, this woman who's, like, very openly, uh, sexual and also who's, like, a criminal but is, like, making crime feel, look like, cool and, you know, sexy and fun, um, and, uh, none of those, none of those are really things that the, uh, the Comics Code Authority was in favor of, um, because crime was always supposed to be bad, and Batman, uh, can't like a criminal, because all crime has to be evil, um, and also, uh, you can't have a, a sexy lady just running around kiss- like, I, like, it was still comic books, like, it's not like Selena was just, like, getting naked constantly, but, you know, like, still very, like, openly, like, seducing people and flirting with them, and they're like, mm, I don't know, I don't, I don't think so, uh, so, no, no more of that. Um, so, because there's no real way, uh, to reimagine Selena as a character without those things, um, she, uh, she just kind of didn't show up in comics for, like, a few years. Um, and then, uh, in the mid 
sixties, um, she, uh, she shows back up. Um, they also, they do some stuff in the seventies, um, where, uh, they have like an Earth 2 Selena who, uh, has a child. Um, and they're back to doing, uh, the normal, you know, Catwoman stuff. She shows up, she does some crime, Batman says, stop that crime, she says, make me, and then they chase each other across a rooftop, and then she gets away, and then Bruce goes home, and he thinks about, uh, the feelings that he's having, and how he doesn't know what to do about them. Um. Honestly, a pretty good dynamic, all things considered. It's, it's like, a great dynamic. Like, genuinely, I'm extremely a fan of it. Um, but, uh... In 1987, um, Frank Miller, um, Frank Miller, who has done Selena dirty every single time he's written her, I'm pretty sure, like, year one, and, uh, Dark Knight Returns, and, uh, Aspar, all have, like, a scene of Selena getting, like, brutalized, or murdered, or kidnapped, or just, like, just a lot, just a lot of horrible stuff. Um, and so in the, in, in the late 80s, Frank Miller, uh, entering the, you know, the, the era of cool, uh, grimdark, edgy comics, um, is like, alright, I'm writing Batman Year One. Um, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do this, uh, this, this, flight attendant with amnesia backstory. Uh, we already agreed that's nonsense and Selena just made it up. Um, what's a good backstory for Selena to have? Hey, what if she was, uh, working as a, uh, dominatrix? (laughs) It's like, well, well, Frank. That is a job that a woman could have. It, you know, it is a job that a woman could have, and that many and, women do have. And it would explain um, the leather. It would explain that. Um, it's a job that several women have. Uh, a lot of them are very uh, successful and happy with it. And some of them probably don't have a great time with it. Um, but it's Frank Miller, and... And we he don't trust a, him. We don't trust him. Um, he doesn't have a whole lot of imagination, um, when it comes to women. Um, so, you know, you look at this, uh, this sexy lady in a cat suit, uh, with a whip. I don't know if she has, I think she has the whip already, uh, before this, um, I don't know when that's introduced as her, like, signature weapon, um, but, uh, it's, I, I think, I think it's before they write this, this backstory. Um, the whip is cool. Like, I'm, like, a little, like, eh on it, and, like, sometimes it's like, oh, it's a cat of nine tails, get it? Like, a cat? Um, (laughs) I'm, like, if it was, like, completely without, like, the sexual implications, I would be more cool with it, because I think it's very cool that it's, like, you know, like, largely a non-lethal weapon that she uses for, like, utilitarian purposes, to, like, grab something, or, like, knock somebody over, um, and also, like, a weapon that requires, like, a lot of skill, and she's, like, said, like, yeah, you know, if somebody takes this away from me, like, they don't know how to use it, like, (laughs) they can't use it to stop me, um. Unlike a knife. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's pretty cool. Um, all of that is good. It is, like, every time you see it, you are sort of like, mm, did you just do this so she looks more like a sexy dominatrix? Was that, was that the plan? Do you want to know something wild? Yes, absolutely. I, associ- I associate whips more with, uh, like, spe- well, specifically Cat and Nine Tails with books about pirates. (laughs) I read a lot of books about pirates as a kid. Okay. So I'm like, oh yeah, Cat of Nine Tales. Pirates. 
yes, you, this is canon now, everybody. The reason Selena has a whip is because she's a rad, awesome, badass pirate. You don't know, she could have grown up on sailing. Gotham has docks. Gotham has docks. You know, I, hey, uh, Tom, Tom King, I know you have ten issues left of Batman, and you've, like, probably written them all already, but... I've got a great plan. You know that thing? You know that thing they keep doing? Like, it was on the street. It was on a boat. Maybe it was on a boat because Selena's a pirate. <laughs> Think about that one. Ugh. Um. God, I hope so. So, anyways. Um. So, Frank Miller is like, oh, here's what, here's what it is. Um. She's a, uh. She's a. She's a dominatrix. And she's in, like, an abusive relationship with her boyfriend, and, uh, she works for a guy who's nasty, um, and, uh, she, you know, she learns martial arts to, uh, protect herself from all the nasty stuff that's going on. I'm the, I, we don't come Frank Miller a lot on this podcast. Uh, (laughs) if you enjoy Frank Miller's work, and you're one, that's valid. I really, really do not like what he does with women. Um, he does, um, he does introduce the character of, uh, Holly Robinson, who, uh, becomes, um, Selena's kind of, uh, protege. There's been, like, a lot, like, a recurring element in a lot of, uh, Catwoman comics where Selena is like uh sort of uh protective of like various young women um which is very good um she gets a uh she gets a, a sidekick at some point um she like she's uh, like takes in a lot of like young girls um Holly is like the most probably well-known, um, of these, um, where, uh, she was, like, she's a runaway, um, who Selena took care of, they kind of, like, remained friends throughout Holly's life, she, uh, took over as Catwoman, uh, at one point, um, so she's been kind of a recurring presence, uh, and she's gay, so that's pretty cool. Good for you, Holly. Uh, right now, I am pretty sure she's doing evil, but, you know, sometimes it be like that. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Um, as, um, oh, Holly also, um, she, like, she shows up in, like, uh, year one, um, and then, like, a year later, they write a story where, um, she gets married, and then her husband, like, is a mobster, and then he has her killed, um, as part of this mob feud, um, and then when Ed Brubaker writes Catwoman in 2002, um, he brings Holly back, um, and doesn't comment on, uh, like, how she, like, came back to life, and then later on he was like, oh, I didn't know she died. Did she (laughs) die? Oh. Well, I mean, whatever, and then he just, like, writes, like, a a one-off, like, here's how Holly lived, okay. It's comics. It's comics, baby! At this point, do we need a reason for people to come back to life? They're just gonna. absolutely not. It was, like, several years later, somebody's gonna be like, hey, didn't Holly die? And Selena will be like, oh, yeah, it's, like, a super long story. She's fine now, though. Oh, (laughs) yeah, no, we, I forgot that we faked her death for a bit there. I, like, we did, I totally forgot to tell you guys. <laughs> that one's on me, sorry. Um, there's also, um, a few of these origin stories, uh, like, as, as time goes on, this gets more solidly incorporated. Um, some of these origin stories also feature, um, uh, Selena's sister, uh, Maggie, um, who's, uh, who's a nun, um, who, uh, in, in most situations, uh, has some bad stuff happens to her, happen to her, and either, like, Selena, like, you know, 
learns to defend herself in order to help protect her, or she, like, ends up in the hospital. There's definitely one point where she, like, uh, becomes a supervillain because she, like, blames Selena for, you know, whatever happened. Um, as, here's the thing, um, if somebody has, like, a family member, um, as part of their backstory, who is, like, written out of the comic in some way, they will almost always find a way to come back as a supervillain. They're bitter. They didn't want to get written out. They're like, get, let me in! Let me in! Um, but, uh, so, yeah, people, uh, they, uh, they keep the the dominatrix thing around for a while. Um I don't I don't think it's been brought up uh in recent years, which I'm pretty grateful for cuz I don't love it. Um I just like I don't as we've established, plenty of people are dominatrices. It is not like there's nothing wrong with it as a profession. Um, I just, like, very extremely side-eye, uh, somebody who, uh, looks at, you know, kind of a, uh, a, a sexual female character and goes like, oh, well, she must have been a sex worker. Yeah, like, there's nothing wrong with sex work, but also when it's mostly male writers going, this sexy woman needs a sexy job. Yeah, exactly. Like a dominatrix. And it's like, bro, it's just a job. Yeah, when it's coming from a man, and when it's, like, clearly just like, oh, well, this is the only thing that we can uh, imagine this woman doing. It's like, well, maybe that one's on you. Like, I think she would get tired of being that archetype. To have two jobs where she is the same archetype. Right? That's the thing. Is that, like, if I was dominatrixing people all day, and then I decided to, I was gonna also do some crime, um, I would want to, like, I'd want to try something new. You know? I don't want to, like, lock myself in that role and then, like, everyone I steal from expects me to be, like, they're like, oh, Catwoman's here and she's gonna go meow in a sexy way. Like, that's a lot. That's very demanding. Hey, Olivia. Yeah? What if Catwoman and the Riddler switched day jobs? (gasps) Oh, my God. I don't even know what Eddie does during the day, but also the thought of the Riddler being a dominatrix during the day is excellent. Yes. Yes. It is, actually. It is. Thank you. Thank you. Man, what does Eddie do during the day? Does he write, like, Sudoku puzzles? (laughs) He just sits around trying to think of riddles. Calls up the Joker, he's like, what about this one? And he's like, how did you get my number, Eddie? (laughs) Calls up Catwoman, and she's like, I'm doing- I have a day job, dude. Like, Please oh, let me it. work. I'll do that, and you come up with riddles. And she's like, you, uh, okay. Yeah. You make Here an you appointment go. With, with Selena Kyle, and you walk in, and it's Edward Nigma, and he's like, hello. I will be telling you riddles the whole time we do this. You have to solve the riddle. That's the punishment. Yeah. Absolutely. Um... I don't uh, know a lot about BDSM, but I'm sure yeah, riddles either could factor have, in. Could, hypothetically. Definitely neither of us are, like, an authority on this, clearly. Um, uh, so some, some later comics, um, also, uh, expand more into, uh, Selena's childhood, um, She's, you know, uh, an orphan, obviously, because you, you gotta be, um, who, like, uh, she ended up, uh, through, you know, it, it depends on the story. Sometimes she's, like, 
in an orphanage and then she leaves the orphanage and sometimes she's in foster homes and sometimes she, you know, ends up in juvie. She ends up ultimately uh on the streets, uh, learning to steal to get by. Um a lot of uh verses of this rely on the trope where she uh you know joins like uh an Oliver Twist style like gang of child criminals uh run by a, a shady character. She's a street urchin. She's a street urchin. Um which like this is the more interesting part. Um and this is what Tom King has more chosen to focus on when he brings up Selena's backstory, which I think is appropriate. Um like I'm not super interested in a bunch of dudes' ideas on uh what a cool, sexy dominatrix should be like. Um, but I think the more interesting element is like if you have Bruce and Selena and uh they're both orphans, um but from wildly different, you know, like social spheres. Um and Selena is also somebody who is like, you know, like super intimately familiar with Gotham and has a lot of feelings about it, but is coming from like a wildly different place. Like, I think that's pretty cool. I think that's an interesting thing. Um so that's um that's been uh roughly the the, the state of the backstory since like uh the late 80s. Um, since then, uh, she has been through, uh, a lot of other stuff. Um, she officially finds out, um, Batman's, uh, secret identity in, uh, Hush, uh, in, what's that, 2002? Um, which I think is a movie now. I need to check if the Hush movie is actually out. Um, I think it is. Um, but, uh, she, um, she goes, she goes through a lot of stuff that, like, female characters go through. She gets, uh, mind-wiped by Zatanna into, uh, giving up her life of crime, um, gets really mad about that. Um, she, uh, after Infinite Crisis in, like, the mid-2000s, um, she has uh she has a daughter uh Helena um who is uh implied to be Bruce's daughter um this is also the point where uh uh Holly takes over uh being Catwoman for a little bit because Selena has a baby um, Selena's uh, on maternity leave from crime from crime yeah listen don't come to her and talk about crime she's got this baby. Um, but, uh, she ends up, uh, putting her up for adoption, um, because obviously, you know, she's Selena and she's a comic book character with a baby and, like, a bunch of people, like, you know, try and, like, attack her, kidnap the baby to get to her or whatever, and she's like, oh, just wanted to be on maternity leave! Um... And also, dudes are probably like, this is boring now that she's a mom. I know. How am I supposed to actually know? Men tend to sexualize moms anyway. It's true. Um, she gets, you know, frequently, uh, not as, she doesn't get, like, kidnapped, I think, as frequently as Lois does, um, and it's very, it's dropped off for both of them in, like, recent years. Um, and most of that is because, you know, like, obviously, like, Lois is a civilian who is, I mean, you know, very capable, but is still, you know, a, primarily a journalist. And Selena is, like, you know, a trained martial artist and, like, super criminal who's, like, whole job is, like, getting away from people. Um, so it's just harder, objectively. Um, but it also seems like, like, most of, like, the lowest kidnappings are, like, 
fairly, uh, innocuous. Um, a lot of the time when Selena gets kidnapped, it's like, oh, something extremely gruesome is happening to Selena. Cool, 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 cool. Terrible. Um, terrible. Do not love to see it. Um, Ooh, I'm sorry. I My brain is apparently on a lag. I just had a thought about yes. Baby. Uh, yes. You know who's notorious for adopting orphans? <laughs> yes. Nobody would bat an eye if Bruce Wayne adopted another kid. I don't know why they didn't just do that. I don't know why they didn't just do that. Um, it hey, would Bruce, be- you adopt a lot of orphans. Here. <laughs> it would. It would be... I guess part of it is she's like, oh, I need to take my daughter away from this, like, very dangerous lifestyle, and then just gave her to Batman. Yeah, but it it would be mostly given her to Alfred. Yeah, it, no, it would be mostly given her to Alfred. And, like, most of Bruce's kids have survived. Not, like, all of them have died at this point. But they've all come back. But that's only the Robins. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. She's way too young to be a Robin. She's a baby. You can't make a baby a Robin. Bruce? Bruce, look at me. You cannot make a baby a Robin. Nope, put that baby down. Get away from it with that cape. Oh, he's just thinking about how cute the baby would be with a little tiny cape. Although, it would be very cute to have a baby in a Robin onesie. Yes, not not to fight crime. No, no, just to wear around the house. Yes. You know Dick would buy that. Yes, of course. That was my first thing to go through my head. You'd buy that and you would take a million pictures. You'd be so thrilled. Just next time Selena visits, Selena, look. Look at this. Look Um, at your child. Anyway, that that was a nice digression from the brutal things that happened to Selena. Yeah, um, which has mostly happened, you know, less. A lot of that was, a lot of that is just sort of like, oh, it's the, you know, the 90s into the early 2000s and this sort of thing just happens all the time. Um, in like 20, um, 2015, um, she, I don't want to say she, she, she comes out, um, because, like, she doesn't, in canon, like, I think that she, people already knew this, um, but she is revealed, uh, to be bisexual, um, which is, like, cool. I wish this didn't happen so much with just, like, oh, it's a character who's, like, you know, like, very openly sexual and flirtatious. Um, I love the sexy bi criminals. I do, listen, here's the thing is that my logical brain is like, boy, they really keep doing this with, like, very, like, sexualized characters. Why are the- why are the only the sexy ones bi? Yeah, and then- But also, Catwoman bi! Catwoman bi! I love Catwoman! And also, more power to sexy bi criminals! Sexy bi- you know Selena has a jean jacket that says sexy by criminal on the back. Yes. Like, that's me. What are you gonna do? Arrest me? Be gay, do crimes. Be gay, do crimes. Um, she, um, this, uh, this is revealed because she has, like, this, uh, this kind of, uh, rivalry-ish, like, relationship with, um, Another woman who takes over as, uh, Catwoman while, uh, Selina is, uh, uh, oh, she becomes a crime boss, you know, uh, as, as, as you do. Um, and then it's revealed that they have, you know, this has been a romantic relationship. Um, it's like, right on. And then, like, it doesn't, uh, super get brought up by a lot of people. I wonder why. Um... But it is, it is canon, everybody. It's, uh, important that we all know this. Um, and, you know, uh, currently, uh, well, right now she does have a a solo series where she's, you know, uh, running around, uh, stopping 
sometimes doing crime and sometimes kind of preventing other people from doing uh worse crimes. Um she was uh engaged to Batman for a bit and that did not go as planned. <laughs> um and I think next year uh is when uh Tom King and Clayman are doing their Batwo- Batman Catwoman uh 12 issue miniseries. Um so she's uh she's she's been she's been very at the forefront of uh Batman canon for a little bit now. And she's always like an important part of Batman canon obviously. Um it's just uh people tend to differ on whether they want her to be like oh like the great love of Batman's life or just sort of like Oh, this is, you know, like a, a fun, like flirty relationship that these two have. Um, I do like genuinely, sincerely, like, I really like this dynamic. Like, I know, like, uh, Bruce and Selena sort of like codified this, uh, you know, this like, oh, one is on the side of law and the other is a criminal, but like, not, you know, like, an evil criminal, and, you know, they're in this game of cat and mouse, but neither of them really wants it to end, but neither of them will, like, come to the other one's side. Um, it's very good. It's especially good when they, like, uh, they, like, know who, know who the other is, but they're, like, not together, and they, like, meet as Bruce and Selina, and, like, they both know, but they're, like, not gonna do anything about it, um, like, having a, you know, a very sexually tense, like, waltz at a gala or something, like, that's, that's the, that's the primo content. Like the Um, Kate Beaton, I will sit here consumed with lust for the rest of the evening comic. Yes, exactly. That's what, that's what Bruce Wayne is doing. Um, at all times. Um, and... <laughs> all times? <laughs> not all times. Um, he's mostly consumed with sadness and, you know, sort of just a, a, a weird, unplaceable anger and self-loathing. Um, but sometimes there's also horniness in there. <laughs> in the mix. Um, I'm like, I do also, like... I think it's it's fun that this is, you know, the most iconic uh Batman love interest and like definitely the longest running Batman love interest and the vast vast majority of of their history like does not involve them actually being a couple at all. Um it's just like flirt 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 flirt. Oh, there she goes. All right. Well, one could we'll say it's a game time. of cat and mouse. One could <laughs> say that. Um, and I also think it's funny talking about this after Lois, where it's just like, like, Clark and Lois have been married for, like, so long, and before that they were just, like, pretty consistently together. Um, and this is uh, just the opposite of that. I It's very funny to me. Um, also... Everyone should read um the the double date issues of Tom King's Batman. I know I've mentioned Tom King a lot, um, and it's because I mean it's because Selena has played like a very, very, very significant role in this Batman run, like one of the most significant roles she's had. Um, so it's like it's on my mind while we're talking about Selena. But if you read nothing else, read the double date issues. Because there's some of my favorite stuff ever, um, ever committed to comics. Um, I love Selena. Um, I think she, again, like so many women, uh, is very frequently, uh, misunderstood by male writers. Um, but like, you know, I think the idea of like, uh, a rad, like, lady criminal who is seriously just, like, she just wants money. She just wants money and shiny things. She's a pirate. Um, She's a pirate. Just a rad lady pirate, um, 
who sometimes, you know, kisses Batman on a rooftop. Like, that's pretty good. Um, did you have anything to add or any comics to talk about? Any birthday comics? I did not get any birthday comics, no. Um, oh, no! I mean, I haven't opened anything yet. <laughs> oh, okay. So and maybe also, there will be comics upcoming. Maybe. I also have not asked for anything for my birthday. I think my mom paid my Costco membership for the year for my birthday. Oh, So, well, that's nice. That's a very sensible gift. But, God, I love Selena. Also, I want y'all to know, I have spent this whole episode playing with a um, impromptu fidget toy that I made right before recording so that I wouldn't mess with anything on my craft table. And it is, mm, how do I say, too effective. <laughs> oh, no. There were there were a couple moments where you got kind of quiet and I was like, oh, they're, they're just deep in that fidget toy, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, I was. You're so valid. It's just a little, it's essentially like, a small washer, and a piece of thread. <laughs> a fidget toy can be anything if you try hard and believe in yourself. I didn't even try hard. It's just <sighs> very good and very fidgetable. Oh, man. Nice. Uh, did you read any comics? Uh, yes. Um, what comics did I want to talk about? Um, this was a, um, this past, Wednesday was a, uh, fifth week, which means, like, most of, like, the regular monthly comics, like, didn't have issues coming out, because they plan for, like, four Wednesdays in a month, but sometimes you get five. Um, <gasps> Time! But, um, I know. There were, um, some other things. Um, there was a new issue of Runaways. Um. I did see your tweet about it, and that is yeah. an excellent cover. It's the, okay, the covers, I think I, I feel like I say this, like, probably, like, once a month. The covers for this run of Runaways have been, like, some of my favorite covers in the history of comics. Um, and this was one of Victor, but he was, where he had, like, a, like, a scary, like, Doctor Doom mask and, like, you know, like a, like, spooky Doctor Doom cloak. Um, it ruled. Um, and the issue also was very good. Um, it was, it was a, a, a Victor-centric issue. A lot of Victor, a lot of Gert and Chase. Um, but, uh, that was good. Uh, the final issue of Paper Girls came out, um, which I mentioned last time. Um, there was a new, uh, book of, uh, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's Last Night on Earth which continues to just be deeply weird. Um, I am, like, I am into it, I think. Um, <laughs> it is deeply weird. Um, and there were a couple things I wanted to pick up uh, that I could not find at my local comic book store, but I know that um, the Marvel team-up that uh, Clint McElroy wrote about uh, Kamala and Carol um, came out this past week. Um, and an issue of Marvel Comics Presents in which um, Ryan North, from what I understand, has a story about Iron Man solving the 2008 financial crisis. That sounds right. That sounds I don't know anything about this comic, but that sounds like it would be correct. Yeah, you know, you just say it. You're like, okay, yeah. Um, he tweeted about it a couple times. I was like, okay, I'll check it out. And then, um, I couldn't get a hold of it. So I'll probably end up buying those, uh, digitally. Um, but I have not yet. Um, if you, um, if you have, if you want to, uh, know what else is going on in comics, if you want to keep up with us, um, you can find us online all over the place. We have, uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook page. All of those are just at Capes and Japes on whichever platform. 
Um, we have an email address. You can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, we have a uh, Discord server where you can uh, come in and talk about comics, talk about other stuff, talk about whatever you want. There's, you know, usually, like, people just hanging around. Um, we have a Patreon if you want to support us on there. Um, you can uh, send us a buck or a few bucks a month and you can get uh bonus episodes that we record you can uh join us to uh watch movies we do need to rabbit is officially dead r.i.p um so we do need to figure out a new platform for that um, if you have any suggestions hit us up yeah please do i've tried a couple things with friends um that have worked i've yet to find like something that works universally so we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna try um and you can uh help us uh decide what we talk about for episodes um if you're not able to do that um but you still want to support us uh getting ratings and reviews means a lot um we love when you uh tell a friend about the uh about the podcast and uh we love when you keep uh tuning in and listening and joining us um as you just have today um so thank you for listening thank you for joining us here on capes and japes i have been olivia and i have been elion and as always kiss me on a rooftop rooftop sexy batman Oh, kiss me and then propose to me, but also chase me for my terrible crimes. Sexy Batman.